What's up, guys? Welcome back to In the Press Box, episode 37. Roll the music. All right, you guys, today we have viewing pick of the week, NFL, college football, MLS statements, and predictions. You do not want to miss this episode. Stick around for more. All right, my name is Benjamin. You guys are? Aiden. And I'm Alex. All right, we're hyped today because this is the last episode before our college football preview. Alex and Aiden, tell us what's that date when that's released. It will be released August 19th, so you certainly do not want to miss it. Yep, just like what Alex said, I know we're going to say this episode, you do not want to miss it because starting uh, football season, not even just college, the podcast will get more intense, more heated debates, and you do not what you will wish you were there to hear it so exactly subscribe and tune exactly in. subscribe turn those notifications on you guys so you never miss a new episode that yeah we and post. We'll, if you tune in we can we'll make a community post we'll probably post it friday or thursday of next week and we'll tell you the exact time it's coming out so yeah. you do not want to miss that you don't want to miss episode you don't want to miss anything that in the press box does So I think you certainly need to check out everything. Yep. All right, you guys, let's get into it. With all that being said, let's move on to the NFL. So the NFL preseason is back and in swing, starting tomorrow with the Patriots and the Texans with the clash, and along with the clash between the Vikings and the Seahawks. Some of this, like, who are who are some of the stars that you guys are looking forward to watching in the preseason here? I'll start off. I, I'll say I'm excited to get to see, you know, what C.J. Stroud does, you know, you know, of course, uh, Malik Willis, you know, all these all these type of quarterbacks. I'm also excited to see, like, B. John Robinson. What are you guys – who are you guys excited for? I'm excited to see Jalen Hyatt because I think he um, – yeah. I feel like he's done uh, well in training camp, and I'm excited to see how he does uh, on the preseason, on preseason. Speaking of doing well in training camp, a whole lot of people have been doing good in training camp, like Hennon Hooker, Cedric Tillman, Byron Young, and Darnell Wright. Yeah, a lot of Tennessee players that are out there. Um, I'm, I'm, I am excited to Joshua see Jalen Pilot too. Joshua Palmer. Yep. Yeah, uh, Hennon Hooker obviously too will be excited to watch. Who, who do you guys think maybe besides a Tennessee player here? I mean, you can go Tennessee too, I guess. But who do you guys think is maybe like an underrated player that you're looking forward to? You know, to watching to see if they make the cut. For me. Kind of a guy that I've been rocking with the whole year has been Dorian Thompson Robinson from UCLA. Honestly, I mean, he showed up and showed out in the Hall of Fame game. I'm looking forward to see what he can do game two. Maybe get in the start in that one. Uh, really interested to see what DTR can do. Do you guys? What do you guys think about Dorian Thompson Robinson? Um, I mean, I haven't really watched him too much. I think he's a little bit overrated. But as far as underrated, I feel like Jalen Hyatt. That's just real honest because... Uh, He's been playing really well uh, in training camp and really fast. And this may also seem biased because these are mostly players I've been looking at. I think someone that really needs to prove himself is Byron Young. I know uh, his teammates like him, but we don't really know about the coaches yet, and he needs to prove himself. I think I think uh, someone that really needs to prove themselves is Marcus Mariota on the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is secured as, as a starter. There's no, there's no doubt about that. But I feel like Marcus Mariota in this career, in this point of his career, I don't see him getting another chance at starting. But 
to see if he can at least prove himself to be a decent quarterback. I think Mar- uh, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I mean, I love that Mariota pick. I also like that Byron Young, you know, stuff right there. But I also agree, you know, I'm going to kind of go like around the same route as Aiden. I, I'm really interested to see, you know, that Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask duel, you know, kind of two quarterbacks. It feels like maybe on their last chance to be starters, especially with Baker Mayfield. Who do you guys maybe see winning that? Like, who do you like a little bit better? Baker Mayfield, the more experienced quarterback, or Kyle Trask from Florida? I say Baker Mayfield. What would you say, Alex? Uh, I think that overall Baker Mayfield is good, but I think uh, Kyle Trask is going to start. I mean, I start in the preseason. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. I do think Baker Mayfield's also a little bit better, personally, but, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out here. Let's, you know, let's, let's continue to move on a little bit here further on to this segment. We got, we got some Titans stuff here. So the Titans training camp has continued with some of the stars starting to set themselves apart, but really an interesting storyline that I don't think I've ever seen. Really interesting storyline. Mike Vrabel has made some headlines for taking a step back from his head coaching responsibilities for our opening preseason game to give our defensive lines coordinator an opportunity, our linebackers, yeah, defensive lines, right? All right, you know, that coordinator an opportunity to prove himself that he can be a head coach. He also said that he's planning to do this in future preseason games. What do you guys think about this? Do you think he may have just started a trend in the NFL because now you're able to show off some of your coordinators and, you know, kind of maybe help them get some jobs in the future. What do you guys think about this? Do you like it? I mean, yeah, I like it because, you know, obviously it's not regular season, so why not? I mean, you're already giving your backups players chances. Why not we do that for the coaching staff as well, I think? Um, Mike Brable definitely has set an example of what other NFL teams could start doing is letting uh, assistant coaches and coordinators start seeing what they can do as a head coach for um not, not only for the team that they're on right now, but like for more opportunities for other teams. And I think it's definitely a chance to prove themselves. I, I, I mean, that's certainly a great point, but I don't really know about that. Just because, say, for instance, you're on the, let's say the worst team, the Lions, and or Texans, we'll say, and you, you're that coach, you're sucking. Now you get in your assistant, and these, I know they're just preseasons, but they're winning about 30-plus. Now, that seems a little bit add up. Uh, why should we have a coach? Let's fire him. Let's get him as the new head coach. That's what I well, see. Well, I, I mean, I, I would agree with that. The only thing is, is the head coach gets full control. I guess I should clarify the head coach uh, gets full say on whether he steps back or not. There's a rule that the GM or someone in the front office cannot actually initiate that move unless they're planning to release or fire them. I kind of looked that up. I feel pretty good about that. But, like, so it's all on Vrabel. Otherwise, I totally agree with Alex. That's a complete loophole, too, because then it's kind of like, you know, creating, like, coaching duels a little bit. You know what I mean? It would be like, can the assistant coach take the starting job before the season, which that would actually be kind of interesting, in my opinion, for, like, a struggling team, you know? But I don't know. Only the coach can decide. I guess Mike Brabo's decided, which is a very, very kind act. Is, is there any Titans players that you guys are looking forward to watching this season? The quarterback room, I would completely say. I would have to say all of our wide receivers, but specifically Traylon Burks. I want to see how he's improved uh, since last season, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree with Alex uh, with the quarterback room. I'm also really excited to see Traylon Burks and uh, see what he can do. Uh, one player that I'm really fascinated and interested by is obviously uh, Chigun Conquo. But I'm also, I think a player that a lot of people have forgotten about is Harold Landry. He was having a really good year a couple years ago. Tore his ACL last season, but is now coming back. And he could be a massive, massive star for this defense who kind of may need a little bit of help over there. And I think he can complete it. Also excited to see Jeffrey Simmons as well. Yeah, I, agree. See. I agree with yeah. you, Benjamin. Do you think uh, Harold Landry could possibly potentially win comeback player of the year? There's a chance. Yes, I think it's. I think there's a possibility. Do I think it'll happen? No, I don't think. And give it to the fan. And a player who I will go ahead and call out, you guys. A player, maybe put this in the short. A player who who I might call out here is uh, Ryan Tannehill, possibly again for comeback player of the year. He missed half of last season. If he has a big year this year and takes us deep in the playoffs, watch out. Let's quickly move on here. We got some other news really quick. Jordan Love has uh, shined in Green Bay. Have you seen those throws? Have been crazy. Yeah, um, I feel like now with te- with technology, social media, they're only showing the best clips. Because I feel like every single quarterback, they're like, "Oh my gosh, look at these clips!" I mean, all these quarterbacks are gonna be good. They're in the NFL. It's just you know, I feel like that's not really doing it justice. It matters. Yeah, you're probably right. It matters how they right. handle it. Like in in game, it's very uh, different from practice. Yeah. I will say, though, so the other thing I was going to say is Dak Prescott, oh, my. I mean, it, it's it's bad. Like, it doesn't matter how much they're showing. It's 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 It sounds and looks really bad there. Have you guys, speaking of this, a little bit off topic, have you guys seen the new Hard Knocks? I've not gotten around to that. Have you guys seen that? No, I've not. Uh, can I can I give some little breaking news? Not breaking news. Sure. A little bit of news. Oh, yeah, let's get it. I don't know if it's true yet, but apparently little Tay died. Y'all know little Tay? Yes, I do know little R.I.P. Little Tay. I, if, if it's true, hey, no, I I'm pretty sure it's true. Wasn't it like confirmed by TMZ? Yeah, I don't know. R.I.P. Yeah. Little Tay. R.I.P. There. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know what. Who's happened. the world's playing youngest flexer now? Is well, it Benjamin? Yeah, I have no idea. But like, also, um, didn't like the brother die too? Do what? I think the brother died as well. So, like, I just, it's a what? tragic incident. You know, rest in peace right there. You know. All right, well, Benjamin, do you want to get on to our next topic? Yeah, let's get on to the next, let's get on to the next topic here. All right. A little bit of college football action, you know. While we get ready for our football preview next week, we have some massive news Coming out of the Pac-12. With more on that, Alex, what do you got? All right, so um, Pac-12 has kind of been on a little bit of on the heat, on the hot seat, I would say, recently. And it's just getting more and more on the news, you know. I feel like Pac-12 is was one of the better conferences earlier this year. USC, UCLA declared after this season they were going to go to Big Ten. Now, other teams like... Oregon and Washington followed. Uh, so now there's uh, left for about six or seven. Now, some other news is now... One second. Okay, yeah. Arizona 
Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah will be joining the Big 12 next year, replacing Oklahoma and Texas. So now that's only going to be four teams in the Pac-12, which is going to be Oregon State, I believe, Oregon State, Stanford, Cal, and... Washington State. Washington State, yes. I think uh, they may add some more teams. They will, obviously. It's just, you know, there's a reason why they left. I don't think they really said that too much. I don't think it's a good look for Pac-12. They're going to have some bad teams in there. Oregon State's going to be winning that conference. And if Pac-12, they fall, I'm okay with it because that's going to be an extra bid come tournament time, come March Madness. That's it. You th- you're not just thinking of football. You're thinking basketball. I got it. that's that's sneaky. By the way, that's good. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be, it's gonna be good, and that's sneaky. It's just gonna be kind of a slow effect. Same thing with, you know, same thing with baseball. Yeah, same thing with baseball. Can I can I quickly share something? Mm-hmm. All right, let's just just quickly. Uh, just, just kind of, you know, there's some, there's some thoughts here, you know, the Missouri coach, coach of the University of Missouri football program, again, not the best program, but he had some words that I think a lot of people could rally around here, including maybe even Vols fans. I saw some Vols fans, you know, agreeing with it. He personally, and again, we won't get too much into our opinions. We'll save this for next episode. Go watch next episode. Keep those notifications on, but. You know, he had to essentially say that that he thought essentially the the alignment itself isn't bad, but he's worried about the effect that it has because there is a reason that they originally had kind of the West Coast as the Pac-12. You know, then you got the SEC in the South, and he was saying, "How is this going to affect?" Just like as Alex was saying, "How is this? This is not just going to affect football. This is going to affect all sports: swimming, fencing, tennis, lacrosse." All of those maybe like a little bit smaller sports, right? And for a lot of these athletes, what he kind of described is he said it's really important to them for, you know, their parents to be in the stands watching them play. And now that's not going to really be so possible because you'll have, for instance, USC now traveling all the way, you know, maybe let's say to Texas or something. Well, actually, that's a bad example. Maybe USC travels all the way to Alabama, we'll say that. USC and Alabama, right? That's a really long flight and a really long distance. The other thing he also brought up is how does that affect them academically, right? You have a 3 a.m. flight, you know, from Alabama to California, and then you got to start school in the morning. That's not going to go too well. And he was just thinking, did they really think this through properly? I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Do you guys kind of think that they, do you agree with those comments a little bit? Yeah, I agree with those comics, uh, comments now, but here in the future, they're going to fix it. They're going to find a way, and I trust it. It's just, you know, it's going to be a little difficult and it'll be weird for the maybe the next five, ten years. Yeah, I agree with everything that Alex said. I think he said everything as, exactly as I would put it. Yeah, so just overall interesting. Let's Let's maybe move on here. Well, again... We'll have more of the college football next episode, maybe a little bit of NFL, but probably mainly college football. We'll save the NFL for later. I don't know. Let's um let's move on to the MLS. But but by the way, coming up later, 
I make a statement that is very interesting. You do not want to miss that. Stick around to hear that statement. And yeah, if you're watching this, uh, but you better subscribe and send your friends this. And also, while, while we're saying this right now, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns are going to be on the podcast, you want to edit our stuff, you want to be a full, full-time full host, you want to be a guest, I don't know, uh, just email us at tealeaf5588 at gmail.com, or you can check out our link tree. Yep. It's exactly how I put it there. All right, let's, let's quickly then move on to the MLS. Messy mania and a messy controversial escape from Nashville headline this week's MLS news. So let's get into it. Lionel Messi has continued to dazzle, leading Miami to a dramatic win against Dallas. Messi sunk a free kick late in the game and forced it into penalties where Inter-Miami would later win. Inter-Miami faced Charlotte FC this Friday on Apple TV. Let's now move on to Nashville and Club America and recap that really quick. Nashville and Club America played one of the most dramatic games I have ever seen. Is it my, my mic sounding good now? Yeah, but it sounds real good now. Okay. I don't know what happened there. I think it unplugged a little bit. But we'll get back into it. All right. So this game, you guys, when I say it was truly one of the most dramatic games, I'm not being dramatic. It really was one of the most dramatic games. So what happened was is our new Super Sam Surridge signing, our signing Super Sam Surridge, as we call him, made his debut for National SC last night. He came on, had a couple of touches. You guys ends up scoring the goal to send it to penalties on like one of the last kicks of the game. Did you guys actually catch that goal or, or did you turn it off before then? Uh, we, we didn't catch it live time, but we did catch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you guys saw. I mean, it's just crazy, right? So, just what a header. Really, it was the assist from Mukhtar that was better. But the main thing to me was we go to penalties and Club America, as we thought, had won the match, Okay. They win the match. Our stadium security is not prepared. They got fans running on the field. And, you know, I'm just kind of sitting there, you know, just wrapping up, right, getting ready for the night. And I noticed, along with a bunch of people, why why is National SC not leaving the field yet? This is really odd. Is it maybe because, like, the fans are on the field and, like, you know, whatnot? Like, I mean, it was crazy displays, right? Like, you got 70 fans on the field. As a live fan, uh, can you tell the viewers, did you expect anything or no? Did I expect Vance uh, to be on the field? The, when exactly when it happened, that he jumped over the line or no? No, actually, as a live viewer, I didn't see it at all the first time. So it was a shock. It wasn't like I was sitting there going, oh, my goodness, like he jumped off the line. No, it was close. So, so again, back to my thing here. But, you know, you got all these fans running on the field, and we're thinking, why are they not going off the field? Is it maybe not, like, safe for them? I mean, meanwhile, you know, poor guy, some security guard tears his ACL, is on the, you know, field with the stretcher. I mean, it is just mayhem. You got Gary Smith, you know, our head coach, arguing with Club America players. I mean, just dramatic scenes all over. But I'm thinking, why are we still watching this? Well, it turns out, just as Alex alluded to, the Club America keeper made an illegal, we'll just say illegal motion before the penalty before he saved it so they said okay we're gonna call everybody back on here and we're gonna have to kick this again long story short nationalists end up scoring the winning goal after all of the Nashville fans pretty much had left the building i mean this is just unbelievable and then they end up getting pelted with trash it was ugly scenes after the game very dramatic 
A lot of Club America fans say it's rigged and the VAR was done really poorly. And a lot of Nashville SC fans say, well, you shouldn't have been throwing trash on our field and he was off the line, which he was as it clearly, you know, would display. He was way off of his line. But it's interesting. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Do you think that they could have handled the VAR better, kind of hearing about it throughout the day, you know, and them kind of coming back super late to play this game? I've never seen that before. Do you guys maybe think that they could have handled this differently? I'm, a, I'm talking about the refs. No. Um, I, I first like kind of thought that, but if you think in a different perspective, it was a close play, the game, that game on the line. So they probably were going off, and they probably weren't even paying attention. And that's when he got the attention, which is perfectly illegal within a timely manner. And then I think they were probably just reviewing it for a while. I think I, I don't, I, I, you, I may be wrong. And they were probably doing it for their safety. It's why they waited for a while. Cause they can't just be like, we're looking at the VR where all the fans are on there. So they probably waited for that to clear up for their own safety to, to make the right decision and then look at the VR. That's actually a really good point right there. I literally never thought about that. That's probably exactly why they did it, was because they couldn't go over to the monitor. Wow. I, I never thought about that. Everybody's been asking that question, and that sounds like a pretty logical reason. Aiden, what do you think about it? I mean, I agree with Alex. I mean, I, I think that they would just, you know, end up in all that crowd, and I think just for their safety, they just had to wait for all that to be cleared up and then finally review it. Yeah. All right, you guys. So, kind of final final thoughts here. What do you what do you think about Messi really quick in his performance in Dallas? Did you catch any of that? What do you guys think about that? Oh, I think Messi's playing great. He's getting two goals a game, and I saw a thing on ESPN FC that he is tied the fourth leading goal scorer in Inter Miami history. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's 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 some crazy stats right there. And what do you think? I mean, I think that Messi is just really good, and I think that he will definitely probably win the MVP uh, next season, and I'm excited to see what he does next. I think this league is too easy for him, but we'll just have to see. And that's what I'm wondering, too. If it's too easy, then why is any every, anyone else that's really good, why are they going to come and just play in a league that's way too easy? That's my only concern with the whole thing. Yeah, you you know that's that's a super complicated like thing, but I a thousand percent agree with you. I mean, I've been asking that question too. Like, why did they? I mean, I understand why Messi did it because he's like thirty six. He's accomplished everything. He doesn't want to work that hard. Like, he just wants it to be easy. But for some of those like younger players, I don't understand. Like, if you can go to Europe, I don't understand why they're going here. I I don't get it. There's some there's some new players that have came over who are good enough for Europe and they're going here and I think that this league will grow but I thousand percent agree with what Alex just said um yeah I want to say that Messi I feel like has also made the his teammates around him a lot better obviously Inter Miami didn't have some good players and I think that not only for Messi himself but I think he's made um he's like fully pushed the potential of all these players I think that he's done really well and at doing that so I think that's one good reason why they are able to win these games now. Yeah, that's a thousand percent. That's very true right there. Um, all right, should we move on to statements? Can I say one more thing for SC? Yeah, sure. I'm not going to read Go it because it's in Spanish, but I found a, a English version. Did you see the the Liga's like mix 
like the league of Copa America, like their official statement. They no, I didn't. Well, they were pretty much like, uh, we know how this went. We're looking for, we're looking into it. And it was like, we don't agree with it either. Uh, it's just something that happens in professional soccer. Oh, wow. Look at right as you're saying that I opened this up and they have the statement, but it's in Spanish. Huh. Okay. Well, that's interesting. 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 Your mic's messed up. Is it again? Yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. There it is. There it is. Okay. You need to keep it at one spot, probably. I'll have to. I'll have to set it up a little bit better. I apologize, guys, but it's a short episode, and I'll we'll do better next time. Let's uh let's move on to statements. Sound good? Yes. All right. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Uh, you you, you can go. Why not? And you want to go first? I can go first. You can go first. All right. I'll go first. Back to school. Going back to school is better than leaving for winter break. Then leaving for winter break, like leaving for leaving or for going back, like leaving for like your like 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 heading in. Absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Like leaving. Okay, hold on. Leaving winter break, going back to school. No, 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 no. Leaving winter break, like leaving. Like leaving school, going back to winter break. They're going to winter break. Yes. Uh, my answer. Well, actually, Aiden, do you have any thoughts? I mean, I don't absolutely see why that would make sense because you have Christmas, you get to go off school, and back to school, I mean, I don't really see anything fun about the, more fun about winter break than going back to school. I mean, this is I got to I got to say Alex, this is probably honestly I think the your worst statement, or at least to me, I disagree heavily. I would much rather much rather be in winter break than go back to school. If I'm understanding you correctly with your statement. Oh, man. Am I, I, I just don't know about that. Am maybe I, maybe at least I like going back to school because of football season, at least. And then when it's all over, then we like, okay, now we just have to sit here until the summer. I mean. Yeah. I mean, no. But, like, I mean, come on. Like, Christmas, like, two weeks. I mean, I don't know. What about Aiden, something you like Thanksgiving to- break or, like, something like that? I just, uh, yeah, going back to school is not not my thing. You know, I don't. Oh, know. Actually, how about this? Yeah, how about this? Wait, wait, really quick. Really quick. Really quick. Comment. How about this? If you're still at this point in the episode, comment down below. When do you go back to school? Or if you're, I mean, or when you went to school, or when you went back to school. Yeah, I mean, because I know that's coming up for a lot of people. Or you're already back in school like us. Aiden, do you have a statement, or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. All right, I'll go. Okay, so. This is actually not my statement. This is somebody else's statement. But, I mean, I just had to include this because I find this extremely controversial. Okay, breakfast food doesn't have to be eaten during breakfast time. It can be eaten during lunch time. It can be eaten during dinner time. And then they ask, the person says, who made this rule anyways? That's their argument. Do you guys agree with that? A thousand percent. What? We have breakfast... We have for breakfast, for dinner, all the time. I don't know if it's like a uh, southern thing, but like we do that all the time. Or for lunch, we'll have uh, cereal. I mean, we do that all the time, like biscuits and gravy for dinner. 
I mean, hey, yeah, I, I, I want to get your thoughts. I, I mean, Alex, I mean, I eat the same things most of the time, so I'm going to have to agree with Alex here, but also not just like at home. I feel like if there is a good place that's for breakfast and they have like their breakfast all day, I may go for breakfast like Cracker Barrel. If I'm going to Cracker Barrel and um, they got the all day breakfast, I may have to get some pancakes there around dinner time. I don't know. Same thing for McDonald's too. I, I would like, I'm not really hungry for a Big Mac. I may get me a breakfast burrito or get me uh what they call make riddle. I mean this is this is this is shocking. I don't know how it's shocking. It's good. This it's is like, shocking. These comments how I can't understand. Really like, there's something like morally just like not right about that. I mean, does that not just like weird you guys out at all? It must be a southern thing. Let me tell you this. What's more weirder? eating breakfast on lunch or dinner time or eating lunch and dinner foods for breakfast like i mean oh that's a that's a really good question uh eating lunch and dinner for breakfast by far what? i mean that wait that's you, crazy. You pizza mom uh can you cook well, pizza pizza, but pizza can be breakfast sort of right uh, and coffee pizza and coffee oh no no oh my exactly. guys we we have got to make this into a short right here it breakfast is you can have it for dinner. I don't know what you don't understand. Who made that rule that you couldn't have it? You are so delusional and not giving me a a valid reason. This I mean, if you really think of it, for dinner, you can I do not understand how how on earth it's how like, on earth it's like literally wrong. Like who does that? Well, if you look at it, let's see. You're eating a biscuit. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm not the exact same, but it's similar to eating a roll or I'm eating a hamburger bun or something. Or what if I'm, um, what's it? Meat. You got meat. Eggs. I mean, I know there's a lot of food that, dinner foods that contains egg in it. And so e eating just straight up scrambled or fried or however you like it, eggs for, uh, just plain for dinner is weird all of a sudden. I don't see why that's the case. I feel like a lot of breakfast foods are in dinner foods and honestly you guys what i think that we should do how about this let's do this you guys at some point this week and i can probably create it i'll create a community poll and let's just see what some of our fans think down below let's see do they agree with eating breakfast and like like do they have like food rules or is there like no food rules like that personally in my family it's considered kind of strange y'all are just weird i don't know how to eat i like this right understand. You can y'all, you cannot accuse me of being weird. That is that is unbelievable with the breakfast stuff. Like every every it's about every no other way. Or every other like Thursday we have breakfast for dinner. And we I, I cannot believe this. I you guys, I actually for our fans out there, this is not staged. I literally it's, it's didn't know this. This is unbelievable. You're are are you staged? This is this is crazy? unbelievable. I'm just saying we never talked about this before. Like we've never That's even so obvious. It. Who doesn't? Who does? Me, Aiden, everybody else. My family, everybody else. Well, that's why it's really interesting. So we this is really... interesting. We got to make a community poll about this. I'm so fascinated. Y'all guys can uh, see, but Lily, sometimes we will come home from school and just open a box of cereal and just start snacking on it. That is or oatmeal or oatmeal. No, no, the oatmeal y'all. No, the oatmeal y'all lost me. The oatmeal. Also, sometimes no, I like. Oh, I'm done. I am no way. 
Um, no way. Oatmeal in the afternoon after a lot of times, school. A lot of times we bring Pop-Tarts and we maybe eat it on the uh, way back to the house. Uh, that, no. Uh, oh, my goodness. Just, Aiden, make your statement. I can't right. even with this. All right, so here's my statement. I feel like, okay, so. There's no it'll be as dramatic. No, no like. probably not. No community post-worthy or anything, but hopefully you guys will agree. I My statement is that Okay, that what was it? Do you have one? Yes, that okay. <laughs> that Christmas is better than Halloween. Did we do that one before? I don't know. Did we say that? That's obvious. <laughs> you put it in the group chat. That's a great idea, right there. Yeah, that's I, a great I did idea. like group chat with like ten people. Me and Benjamin are in, so we're gonna see if we have finding the answers. That's a great idea. Okay, well, well, okay. So I think if we already said that before, already I had another one planned. Yeah, Christmas and Halloween, I feel like we've said before, and I would yeah, say Christmas. So yeah, Christmas, I would say, and then, okay. Um. So what is what would you say is better decorations, Christmas lights or, uh, or like Christmas props, right? What would you say? Christmas light. What's a like? What's a Christmas prop? Like a little Santa Claus in your yard, or like uh, inflatables. Oh, uh, um, I'd say Christmas light. That's my statement. I think that's better. Alex, what do you think? I would probably say like Christmas props. Like if you have like a snowman on yard or a Christmas tree out in your yard, that's what I would say. But personally, person. Wait, hold on. Personally, before anybody starts saying anything, I'm gonna you know break the tie here. I'm I. Not trying to be against 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 Alex today, but I'm gonna have to go with Christmas lights too because yeah, because Christmas props like they like deflate when it gets too hot and like it it's just Christmas. It just looks like a mess, you know. Yeah, but like I mean, you get like 60 degree weather and like you're deflated or like a storm comes. I and mean, let me tell you this: Would you rather, if you were driving along the street and you see a, your your neighbor's house, would you rather see just a bunch of random things? On in their yard, or would you see a little cool like lights? Like I rather like light shows or like ones that you can like connect to a radio and it just like plays. I feel like that's a lot cooler than just seeing an inflatable Santa Claus that will mostly deflate. No, the other thing is the light. This is um these statements. This has got to be our greatest statements. The only thing is the light. It can affect with your vision, and it's dangerous to put up because people fall off ladders all the time and die putting up. Man, he's right about that. It affects your vision while driving. Oh man, this is crazy! This is cra- man. This has got honestly, you guys. We've got to make some of this into a short because this has got to be one of the craziest statement segments I think we've ever had. Would you guys like agree with me on that one? Yeah, yeah that's. A I good mean, statement. I cannot remember the last time we've been like disagreeing like that. Okay, let's let's quickly move on to predictions. Uh, what's what are our predictions? Uh, standings updates. Do All we have right, for the very first time? Or not very first time. In a long time, we have some predictions changes. Let's go. Benjamin is always been in third for the last, uh, say like ten weeks. Benjamin, after a twenty-four point performance, Benjamin is up in front of me by six points. Aiden with twenty-four points. Benjamin with twenty-one. And I have fifteen. This is the final. So when a lot of wagering is gonna have to go down. 
Oh, man. This is the final week of predictions, just as you said, until football season. So it is going to get crazy. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. I actually have a shot to win this out of, believe it or not, I think I went like three for three on my wagers last week. Unbelievable. You you got six, seven, uh, like 16 or 17 points off the wagers alone. Unbelievable. All right, well, let's let's kick it off, Benjamin. Hold on, hold on. All right, well, we'll lay you. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to I had to go for a second there. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Texans and Patriots to kick us off. Who do you guys have? I have the Patriots. I also have the Patriots. I got the Patriots as well. All right. Hey, good to see football back here on In the Press Box Predictions. Vikings and Seahawks. How about that one? I have the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. Y'all, this is preseason. Give me the Seattle Seahawks. Right in with the 12s, baby, as we go. I might wager. Does anybody want to I, wager? I, yeah, I don't really feel like wagering. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Packers and the Bengals. How about that? I have the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, Bengals as well uh, for me. Uh, Titans and Bears. Titans back on the prediction sheet. I'm going to go with the Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans. Let's wager, wager, wager. I got the Bears. Okay. Uh, wager, wager. I'll wager two points. I'll also wager two points. So, All right, we got okay. that. Hold on. Okay, so two points. So we got, what, Alex has got four points that he's wagering overall? Yes. Here. All right, let's move on to the next one. Okay, Jets. How about this? Jets and the Panthers. Um, I don't know. Give me the Panthers in this one, actually. I got I got the Panthers. I also got the Panthers. I got the Jets. Garrett Wilson, crazy. Yeah, I'm not wagering that one. I got to admit. Uh, Eagles and the Ravens. Uh, who do you guys have? I have the Eagles. Edger Allen Poe is riding this season off. Good for the Ravens. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Ravens. Mm. I got the Eagles. I got. I got the Eagles barely. Okay. Still suck on last season. I feel like I, I think you go through Marcus Mariota. He needs to prove himself. And I think Yeah, I agree with Aiden on that one. This is just too big of a game for Marcus. He's gonna ball out. Uh Chargers versus the Rams. Battle of the LA teams. Who do you guys have in that one? I have the Chargers. Ram! That is a Ram is gonna win. What was that? You're you're just trying to get points. I'm going with the Chargers. I'm not wagering. Let's wager, wager, wager. I'm not Absolute, wagering. Absolutely not. You know what? Can I change my prediction? Yes, sir. Because I just thought of, you know who's on that other side of the football and who's starting for the Rams? Byron Young. Nope. Stetson Bennett, baby. Stetson Bennett at quarterback. Give me the Rams. Chiefs and the Saints. Who do you guys? I, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I don't care if I'm stuck on last year. It's their 
Kansas City Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, I have the Chiefs. And then Alex uh, has gone away real quick, but he has the Saints. Oh, yeah. Are we going to wager that, Aiden? Um, I don't know. Alex has the Saints. Oh, wait. Do you want to wager? I mean... I I personally am not going to wager because it's preseason. Yeah, I wouldn't wager either. Okay. Okay. Hold on here. When's he... Wait, is he almost back? Yeah, he's on a phone call. Mm-mm-mm. Phone call in the middle of the podcast. All right, let's. I guess we'll move on here. Uh, 49ers and the Raiders. Who do you guys have in that one? I guess I have, more of who does Aiden have in that one? I have the 49ers. I, I agree with you on that one. I got the 49ers. Who does Alex have? Alex, who do you have, Alex? 49ers or Raiders? All right, he said, hold on, wait a, a second. He's on an important call right now. Yeah, big drum roll. What do you what do you think about quickly Aiden? What do you think about Trey Lance? Trey Lance, I think that he didn't do too well. Um and I think that he needs to and do better, kinda like the Marcus Marietta situation. Yeah, I agree. Trey Lance has got to prove himself pretty quick here. But I think Brock Purdy is really good. Or can't yeah, I, kinda, I agree. I agree as well. Alex is coming back with his prediction. Alex, who do you have? Do you have the 49ers or the Raiders? I have the Saints. I don't know if we said this. And I have 49ers. Okay. You know what I, or I don't know what y'all pick. No, no. We, we picked the Chiefs. We're not wagering for the Saints because I think that the Saints have a good shot because they're at home in front of a raucous fan base. I don't know what Aiden's reason is. And then we all picked the 49ers. Good. Okay. All right, let's move on to baseball. Cubs and the Blue Jays. Who do you guys have in that one? I have the Cubs. Blue Jays are winning. That was a good Blue Jay. Nice. I got the Cubs in that one. Alex, you want to wager that? That's right. Now. No, just don't do that. Just don't do that. How much do you want to wager? <laughs> was that three? Yes, sir. All right, I'll wager three. Aiden, are you wagering? I'll wager that two points. Okay, Alex, that's five overall. All right, well, that's the next one. All right, Rangers and Giants. How about that one? I have the Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah, Rangers as well. Angels and Astros. I have the Astros. I don't think filling the halo. Got the Astros. I got the Angels. Who wants to wager that? I do. Two. I want two points. All right. I That's what I was looking for right there. Four points overall. Okay. Last baseball one. Braves and the Mets, Sunday Night Baseball. Who do you guys have in this one? I have the Braves. I have also the Braves. Yep. I got the Braves as well. Now we move on to soccer. Charlotte FC versus Inter-Miami. Who do you guys have? I have Inter-Miami. I also have Inter-Miami. I have Inter-Miami as well. And the final one, Minnesota United versus Nashville SC. Who do you guys have? I have Nashville SC. Nashville SC. Nashville SC as well. All right. Let's quickly... Let's... Yeah, yeah, I don't have time, unfortunately. Go Premier League. Go Man City. Playing this game this Saturday. You can check that out. Yeah, that's actually... Well, no, maybe we'll have time. Oh, no, it's this Saturday. 
I don't know. Yeah, quickly. I mean, Alex, you want to say a little something about that? Yeah, watch it out. Go Man City. Uh, if you don't like Man City, I'm a little bit bandwagon. Really I'm on the bandwagon. But yeah. Holland is the best young generational talent since Benjamin Rice stepped into his Little League soccer. Yep. All right. Quickly, what's your viewing pick of the week? My viewing pick of the week will be Charlotte FC versus Inter-Miami. My viewing pick of the week is this podcast. Oh, oh, I like that one. I like that one. All right, and my viewing pick of the week is Titans versus the Bears, 1 p.m. Eastern on Saturday on NFL Network. All right, thank you guys for watching. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at tlees5588 at gmail.com. Again, that's tlees5588 at gmail.com. Thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe if you've gotten to this point. Subscribe with notifications on so you do not miss a new episode of In the Press Box, and follow us on Spotify. Follow us on our socials. Any final thoughts, you guys? Yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, I also forgot to mention it. Uh, sucks to be a Vanderbilt fan. You got to go to the high school stadium. Anyway, that's why you need to go. Go Vols, baby. <laughs> Dang it. Thank you for watching. Go Vols.